2023 edition. First real episode. Yay. I don't know if that's... Whatever. <laughs> so yeah, last week, <laughs> I was hanging out, chilling at the apartment, doing what I do, you know, walking dogs. And uh, yeah, I saw a fox. Like on the way back in, I was like, I think I dropped my flashlight. And I just see a fox roll by. Like Greensboro is notorious for foxes. I guess it's winter time. They, you know, creeping out the den looking for snacks at motherfuckers' apartments. <laughs> the down the next apartments. He went over there. I was glad. I was like, supposedly it's lucky to see foxes, but you never know. Cause after that, went back in the house, you know, hanging upside down, popping the back. Hear a knock at the door. <laughs> you know me, baby. I'm out here zooted up on some caffeine, baby. That bean water. <laughs> that morning Joe got me turned. My eyes red, baby. That red eye. So I answer the door. I look through the people at least, and I see a dude there with a clipboard and a super fat Mexican guy. And I'm like, oh my gosh. It's the fucking feds. <laughs> Not really like the apartment feds. Like the dudes are like, hey, you shit your dog, did you pick up the poop? I thought it was going to be like that liberal. This is a blue state in a blue ass area with a lot of damn blue problems. <laughs> I was going to say that. The homeless population is creeping up. You see motherfuckers sleeping in the entrance of Walmart and not getting talked to in the South. Something's going on. But I digress. Okay. So I see these guys at the apartment door with the clipboard and I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> I shouldn't even say that because they was Mormons. Because I opened up the door and they were like, you want to talk about Jesus? I'm like, yeah, I love the guy. <laughs> and I was like looking up at him because I was trying to keep the dogs from coming, running out the house because like, I didn't, I just didn't feel like clipping them up and, you know, letting them in because I'm too damn high to be judged. I, they don't, I don't know if they judge, <laughs> but I told him my name was Phil, told him like my life story. And then he was like, all right, I'm going to let you read this chapter right here. The third book of Nephi and the Book of Mormon. So I read it and I'm like, this is my life story. Am I fucking Broseph Smith? Is this the next version of Mormonism? Is like a southern black dude that follows the life story more than the actual representation in the media. Because, yeah, kindergarten. A lot of weird shit happened before I even hit the damn public elementary school. But you already know, hopefully, if you listen to the cryptic-ass podcast feed. You gotta listen to every episode, even if it's garbage. That's part of my torture thing. Like, you can't just give everybody the official story out in one big-ass go. You gotta chunk it up and put it in parables. Make it parabolic. Rise and fall, baby. But anyway. Hmm. Like my whole life I was like okay how do I exist in this realm knowing that motherfuckers will just dose you up with psychedelic drugs when you're 4 years old while you're getting operated on and then pump stand up comedy into your brain at a young age and like maybe they were doing that shit on purpose like my whole life was like what if the government's experiments created all these fucking new retards we got out of here <laughs> Like all these mentally ill, like they might be just the results of research and development of like they're trying to make people smarter, but you know they fuck up, but they can't admit all the times they fucked up because they might have to pay motherfuckers out. So 
they have to neither confirm nor deny shit and just pump us full of information and different information so we can like always stay confused but it's a lot of cracks in the damn deception game and my whole purpose is to expose them cracks you know you can crack jokes at them because I still don't care regardless because that's all you can do to make life hilarious and ball <laughs> but I live my life like I was a modern day Jesus I was like I gotta hang out with the people that the authority figures tell me not to hang out with like I hang out with all the goth kids and the metalheads and the fucking weirdos and I would just see what was going on. I was just like, yep, you guys don't judge me. Like, everybody that is prim and proper and all the preppy dudes, they're all, like, doing what's accepted. And they all ended up fucking sad. And then I don't know what I could have that projected. But anyway, <laughs> my life is fun as hell. Like, all the fucking rejects gave me goddamn lessons to make me a stronger person. And now we're getting this era of people trying to persecute fucking truth seekers or assholes that won't bend to the will of the status quo of society which is be submissive comply and whatever I mean you can do that but you also gotta be able to have some leverage cause if you just go along with shit you can't be like why did they fuck me over and I was like the whole point was their game was to trick you into fucking yourself over I think it was cool to go along with society oh yeah uh, <laughs> I gotta read this Mormon stuff again because like, I read the chapter I'm like okay this is real I got a podcast with these boys so I'm waiting on them now like this is the prequel like I'm this is live streaming of consciousness in my version of reality that I get all these magical in- experiences and I'm like what is the value of all that if I don't share it you know if I ain't like telling my son that doesn't exist yet all this cool stuff trying to turn him to me so he can be cool too in the future like my dad and my grandpa did so yeah it's all about knowing your roots and knowing who you are and keeping that damn family legacy and heritage going because everybody's like oh the heritage is bad <laughs> like if we if, if it wasn't for slavery we would have never became sharecroppers in modern era like we're the last sharecroppers probably in North Carolina that were black I don't know <laughs> we were killing it you know we got a tractor out of it we got 14 acres as long as y'all motherfuckers don't firebomb us like the fucking Wilmington shit like that's funny like, air, like uh, that's the biggest the big part of my comedy going forth is like okay immigration we always get told that Republicans hate immigration but then Reagan they like love immigration cause they're like most of these immigrants are conservative like Latin America it's all Catholic people so it's fake like all this shit on the media saying that rednecks hate Mexicans is not true they love Mexicans they love Jesus and they pretty much like working hard and building up their own families and staying out of motherfuckers business but as soon as I start getting real today I'm cable fuck up <laughs> alright but yeah that's one thing I noticed like being around real ass Mexicans working construction jobs just being like a tradesman you start learning that the shit they put on TV is not real like all these motherfuckers live in a glass house and they don't even know that they, how the, the chocolate gets packed at the factory they ain't never been in the plastic factory like I done made Tesla parts in the injection molding spot that's full of Guatemalans, Nicaraguans regular Mexicans <laughs> you can tell the difference 
you actually got to work there. Like that's why I first challenge every liberal to go out and get a regular ass job and then see the world for what it really is instead of being a fucking blog post regurgitator. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> but yeah. I think, I don't know if I want to read that whole chapter on this podcast because it seems kind of like vanity while you're just reading the Bible and getting, making fun of it. But not really making fun of it because it's real, true shit. Trying to get people to change their perspectives. But not really because I don't care if you change it or not. I'm just showing you it's the options out there. You know, the world is your onion. Unravel the layers and get the damn benefits from that antioxidant property or whatever. <laughs> In rent. I'm probably going to start this off with a set and then go into the damn Mormonism. Feel ourselves. We lost a bit of the podcast. Something about the audio equipment that only records for 29 minutes and 59 seconds. So please bear with me. This is borrowed equipment on a free laptop that I put Linux on. So. There will be mistakes, but have fun in the building of the new foundation of the Sons of Tuskegee. Boom, party time. All right, so Sun Ra, mm-hmm. he's a jazz musician, plays piano. He, uh, it's like anywhere from avant-garde to, like, he's a musical genius. Uh, okay. He's from the planet Saturn. He tells everyone, that's what, that's his story. Mm-hmm. Uh. I believe he might have been dropped on his head as a baby. I'm not sure. I don't remember any of the documentaries actually saying that. I think one of my friends come up with that theory. Um, um, but he's from the planet Saturn. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, as a child, he, uh, he has a vision. Like, aliens, he's from Saturn, but they took him to Jupiter, which is a musical planet. Uh, and they taught him about music and how important it was. Oh, yeah. And he he dresses in, like, ancient egyptian clothes like fucking all fun- custom made yeah funky psychedelic uh robes and yeah egyptian got the hat he's got crazy his artwork on the albums are great um yeah f- the best clothes you ever seen mm-hmm. um uh it is oh there's a he's made a, mov- a movie uh in the 70s i think uh talk- and he talks about how this is black people's planet and yeah. it's like uh maybe we'll find our own planet one day mm-hmm. uh but so he just all he he's just so in tune to it uh that's like in mormonism where they say when you die you get your own planet but uh, well, yeah uh <laughs> you that, might be a black mormon too uh, it may be but he talks about jesus he uh quotes the bible all the time mm-hmm. uh he talks about the there's a secret code in words the phonetics of it so if you mm-hmm. start to say words uh just a little bit and you'll see that like how they sound it's like a history is just his story, story. yeah yeah. you break he, them down yes and he come up with it and i'm like oh if it's so uh but yeah music or genius uh it i i don't know he just talks about being a good person and all that uh yeah. music is heals everything uh he's He's on another wavelength. He tells everyone that he's from Saturn, and, and he's he, a prophet from another time, like one of those people that's ahead of their time. Like, yeah, the aliens yeah. have showed him very important information, and they there's even a doctor who 
describes it to him to another doctor and he's like oh that's a schizophrenia but he has a band for 30 years they all moved in the house he was the leader he controlled yeah. it and he's like oh then he's not schizophrenic because no one would be no schizophrenic would be able to handle a group like actual structure yeah be and, successful with it yes. that's all the scale is it's oh, like mental illness is all just how many people can you how much money can you make that's the scale for the world yeah he so many albums probably like 70 albums mm -hmm. uh I don't know, not much else, like, because he's so out there. It's like, you just got to listen to music and... Uh, the great body of work, the artistic journey, that's what they do. Like, we all have, like, an artist path of, like, that's the ultimate version of being a human, is being able to, like, use your mind and just do stuff, and then it's like, yeah. Yeah, he's a genius. He's insane, but it's he's one of my... He's one of the best jazz people ever. Uh, and there's a... The video, the documentary his uh, saxophone player marshall allen uh one the crate he's playing a saxophone like a guitar like, like just mm -hmm. fast as hell and it's the most beautiful thing i've ever heard mm -hmm. and it's crazy how like me and my friends can like we hear it and we're like oh man but it's everyone else would be like this is trash mm -hmm. because a lot of people think jazz is trash yeah i, I feel i have that same feeling i try to send people like songs that like blow my mind and i send it to somebody like what is this yeah oh yeah like yeah uh Music wise, like I grew up, I started from Pink Floyd, then The Doors, and then that got me into like Jack Kerouac, a, a beatnik, mm -hmm. and then that got me into Taoism, and it's that has stayed with me forever, like all all four. And it's just funny how it, it's like you're meant to hear things and yeah. see things, and that are in tune to your vibrations. Or what is whatever the Taoism? We got to define it for the people. Uh, well, uh, Bruce Lee talks about it. Uh, you know the effortless effort and yeah. uh action non-action and non-action action mm -hmm. it's uh it's weird i can do it it's you let your mind go blank and then you just wait for your body to tell you like go play piano okay yeah. and I, I will play piano yeah. um and if you just listen to it even sometimes it will tell me just play video games all right okay that's what i do i no plan i just let my freaking yeah, energy that, go that is the Tao. that is the way that the non-way or whatever mm -hmm. they call it uh i try to do that in comedy that's what the way is in comedy. That's the best way to do it. Oh, yeah. When you hit that in, like, just a random bit, like, you're just spouting and, like, it, mm -hmm. and you just keep, I don't know how I'm doing this, but this is a good, and everyone loves it. The flow it. state. Yeah, the flow, that is what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Bruce Lee talks about, uh, pretty much, like, I fi really figured out all the people that pretty much mysteriously died. Bruce Lee, he was right. Bob Marley, he was right. Mm -hmm. um, you know, poor is a state of mind. Yeah. Like, he, Bob Marley said, I'm the richest man for, in the world. I got friends yeah. and family. What are you talking like? I never check my bank account, but I still get everything I want. Oh, yeah. I never check my <laughs> bank. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I always spend it and then check it. Because like, yeah. if I check it before, it, it took me so long to convince myself just to fucking buy an iPad just because mm -hmm. I wanted to digitally draw and try to go down that path i got one and didn't pay for it <laughs> i don't know what happened to that freaking best buy bill i owe my mom like another twelve hundred dollars <laughs> oh man I, I know i gave it to her so like whatever i'll oh, buy nice. it again dude well over the pandemic i've followed people getting a guitars and whole podcast set up just from amazon like oh i didn't get it or and then they get the they keep the money and then they get the i'm like damn it's just so sketchy but yeah. fuck them. i guess i hope i need to start trying to do that as well yeah that's what it is. Like they say, write it down. Like no, nah, not write it. You say it. Like that thing is like if you can speak, you can talk, you can write. I'm like we are writing it in a code on the digital realm. Oh, yeah. technically, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
that got weird. <laughs> I'll be getting to it. That's what happened. I, I got, I, I do that thing too about like, don't do anything and blank your mind out, kind of mm. like sleep here. Then I know where just something just will snap in. My, like, where's my damn notebook at? And then I, I just type it here because that's the closest thing I got. But oh, yeah, I gotta have multiple ways to do it. I like going bouncing back and forth between stuff. I don't like doing things in an order. Mm, like, yeah. even in my comedy, like I'll write something in some book, write something on another page. Like, even when, like, when I write my jokes, I'm like, one over here, one over here, one over there, one over there. And like, nobody. Somebody finds a notebook, they're not going to know how to read the jokes in it because they're all kind of... Oh, nice. Yeah. I've been doing it since I was a kid. I, <laughs> I used to write... I used to ignore all my public schooling, and I would just be writing in the margins, just whatever I thought, kind of like flow of consciousness. And that's how I always loved to just... That's what kept me sane as a child. I would ignore school, write whatever the fuck I wanted to write. I would commentate, make jokes about what she was telling me. Like I would hear the shit, interpret it, See if it was bullshit or not, and make fun of it, and I'll show it to my friend Lance. That was the first version of Twitter. We realized we invented <laughs> Twitter. Notes. Yeah, it's passing notes back and oh, forth. Oh, yeah, that's that's good. <laughs> and I was like, bro, I am like, we were like, I thought that was genius, but we used to like because Aqua Teen Hunger Force was big, or we used to write little quotes because that was mm-hmm. when I finally got TV. But oh yeah, that um, was nuts. Yeah, I do that with uh, like Flow State with uh, I used to write a bunch of short stories, and they would all come out really good like uh just like i would say whatever and then the theme of the story was like oh i didn't know i knew that oh like i didn't know i thought that way and you can only get that way just uncover like lifting up the stones in your mind like what's under here and then just keep going down rabbit hole and then get a couple of good pages so i need i've been trying uh I've been meaning to get back into it because that's, that's, that's part of like what your diet is when you think about it. They like oh, consuming man. stuff with your mind, and like that's, reading. That's what I realized when I from sixteen to twenty one, I was on a roll. I was so more more motivated than my friends and everything. And I realize now one of the things was because mm-hmm. I was eating my mama's food. She was cooking. Yeah, she, my mom can real cook. ass snacks. Yeah, it, well, yeah. Well, snacks, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons why I think I'm skinny because I snack all the time, especially <laughs> back then. But definitely having a homemade meal every mm-hmm. night, not having to worry about it too. Um that's how I grew this body. <laughs> yeah. But like For having sweet potatoes. <laughs> oh yeah. Fuck it. Uh everything. Fuck it. My mom can cook. And the mm-hmm. uh, so that I've realized that helped a whole lot. Because now my diet is trash. I fucking mm-hmm hate cooking yeah like moving here i only eat wendy's it's the closest place and i hate that wendy's oh yeah like it's something about the guy that works at the drive-thru <laughs> he pisses me out you it's, ever go to that one no not this one all right so i got one by my house i go to. i went on the internet afterwards and somebody else knows the same shit they're like something is fucked up by that oh, guy man. <laughs> guess what he always like you can tell like he hates it there and he's kind of lonely because he's been there too long but he always like He's like, uh, so how's your day? <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I, I want a bourbon bacon double. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, sometimes I'm like, because, you know, like we do this here, like we have like conversations, but like you can't have a podcast everywhere. No. I was, I realized I was talking for this guy for like 10 minutes one day, just like talking shit to him about Amazon after I got off work. I was just so lonely. I haven't talked to anybody all day. And he's been in a fucking box, in a fucking windy smelling fucking hamburgers that can't eat. Oh, and yeah. Man, yeah. Old people in public places, they they don't go along. Man, yeah. uh, when I uh, when I walked at Food Lion, I, there was an old man. And one day he's like, hey, I need some fosters. There's no one there. Can you get me in the back? Really? Mm-hmm. Like, he had a puppy dog face on him. He was like really begging almost. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Here. 
And then he's like, oh, hey, you know, and really friendly from then on. Um, talked a little bit. And then it was around Christmas time. And he had multiple envelopes. So I didn't think of it at first. I thought, you've got money. Mm-hmm. Um, give me an envelope, 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, thank you. Like, and uh, yeah, I was just like, oh, man. I, the fact that $100 affected me so much was just crazy now. But oh, yeah. um, And so thankful. But then after, it was like, uh, I shouldn't. Because uh, I seen him giving up, so I figured he did to everyone. Well, he kept coming back and talking and hanging out. And uh, <laughs> one day he's like, uh, talking to him, like, oh, you need some help? I'm like, uh, well, you know, everyone needs help. I'm fine, though. Uh, he's like, you need some money? I'm like, well, yes, everyone needs money. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Gives me another hundred dollars. Oh yeah. He kept doing this for a while. Oh yeah. And eventually, like, uh, wanting to like go out to eat, and I'm like, I not, I do not not like where this is going. Is he trying to bang you? It seemed like it. He and I, you know, you can't outright say that because it's just yeah. weird You're trying to covertly be yeah. like what. And he would say like, I, you know, I'm not trying anything funny. And just you know, he's just lonely. Sixty five. Yeah. Had cancer. Oh, yeah. um, he said he was a roadie. Uh, uh, it so he seemed cool. He played guitar, but here's mm-hmm. one thing: he was like, he's wanting me to go to his house and like play guitar. Uh, uh, but he—that's uh, when he grabs your penis. No, this, this is when he winks at me. He says, uh, <laughs> "Yeah, well, that's when it was going to happen." Uh, he says, "Uh, you know, show me some of your licks," and he winks at me, and I'm like, "This fucking dude." Yeah, yeah. Um, and I still debated on like nah, even, yeah, even yeah, talking. Yeah. Well, I talked to my friends and told them about it was like. Well, no, you should go out to eat with him, and we'll be we'll be in the booth behind you just in case. And yeah. I'm like, that's still too much. And um, I remember I had stopped talking to him, and then because you never know, he might just be a Jeffrey Dahmer type. That's what it oh, is, that right? too, he might, yeah. yeah. The uh, eating part, just a fucking. Old that's guy another that thing about pounded. my faith in God. Like I realized I might actually get in a situation where somebody might try to murder me. I have to like actually defend myself. It might be a little too real. Oh, dude, I remember before getting into the walk, like when you're 19 and you're applying to jobs and you're like, I'm going to these strange places and I don't even know who's there or what. Mm-hmm. Something might happen, you get a fucking panic attack. And then it's funny, I remember before having that food line job, having that thought like, oh, some of, I don't know why I thought someone was going to molest me, but I had mm-hmm. that thought, fucking damn, two years later, like oh, mm-hmm. a few years, like this fucking guy comes up. Uh, it, it threw me for a loop for what people would like. We're he, willing to do. Yeah, say. well, he's just sick. He's old. He ain't got no friends. All dead and it fucked, it fucked up his get, wife yeah. or what? It, like they get desperate. <laughs> they get programmed too yeah, deep. He got dogs and that's all he's got. And but I, man, look, I really, I could have gotten a whole guy's fucking life, like fucking inheritance, yeah. <laughs> just to, to got. I don't know. Maybe yeah, yeah, it would have been it would have been fine if I was a top, but it's still like I, I'm not gay. I can't do no, this. No, no. I can't do facial hair. There was a guy hair. at the porno store that was clearly like positive, if you want to say that. No, <laughs> you can tell his arms had like blue spots going down them. He was like rich as fuck, but guess what? He was like my wife. She's a lesbian. She hates me. She won't have sex. He wanted her to fuck him in the ass. Yeah. He's like rich as hell, though. He's like a millionaire. And he's just like, I got kids. They're millionaires. They hate me. They don't want to fucking talk. And he's just like, there. he was on crack. He was smoking crack in his big-ass giant Ford 3500 truck, like dually. And when he pulled up, he got out high as fuck and weird. He's like, 
And he took he bought some Viagra from me, and I realized that job was put me in like a weird ass position. I'm like, I know this is technically like everybody's selling blue chews on fucking YouTube and podcasts, but like mm. I read on a thing, it was like technically they're like you can't descript dispense this without a fucking prescription license. I'm like, yeah, I put myself in like legal position just to work, make ten dollars an hour, yeah, <laughs> and sell Viagra to crackheads. They're probably gonna have heart attacks in the back, jerking off. Dude, to the it freaking- is so crazy what people do with drugs. My parents. Uh, it seemed like I was working in a killing jar. It seemed like it was just <laughs> nut. Like you know, how, like on TV, like there was like a perception of gay people they put out, and then like, oh yeah, when I saw like in the store was just all like the saddest version of it, and like it was oh. all just self suicide, like oh, yeah. socially acceptable suicide. Yeah. They all hated being there. They all was like one guy. He was like he parked on the grass. Like he tried to hide behind the store by the parking. He's like, I don't want nobody to see my car. Like why are you here then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for real and he was like an ex-vet like he was like a guy who he, well, i was like why are you gonna wear your freaking vietnam hat in the store <laughs> if you're trying to hide hat. yeah i was like what's up sarge you know, like, <laughs> like major pain over here uh, with a freaking yeah it's crazy <laughs> what people do to get drugs into when on drugs and like just even where they ha- always have to be on drugs when my parents taught me it you want to do that anything do it at home because mm-hmm. when you go outside of your house you're getting fucked with by cops mainly yep. and you can't even why would you even take that risk that's me mm-hmm. like i even with my friends before we're 21 they like they had to play like someone's so get drinks with the you know siblings get uh alcohol and i'm like i can just wait i would mm-hmm. just wait a couple years and just do it myself and be fine yeah. like i don't and then that's when uh i have a depth when you hit alcoholism when you finally like start drinking before walk and have to drink to sleep and it went like on the last lunch break you chug a fucking red oh, ale yeah, <laughs> yeah. In the car. To, yeah get, <laughs> everybody else was doing it that's what i figured out i was like i was like living in a certain way and then i was like i realized that everybody else around me at work was like doing crazy shit like fucking in the car on the hour lunch yeah. break and stuff i'm like oh yeah this is place is crazy everybody's nuts <laughs> i'm not just the only one yeah and like i don't understand like is it that good? But it, they no. It's just what it is. It's like a uh, a narcissist. It's a way to get control in an uncontrollable situation. So like, yeah, if you're in a place where you feel like you have no fucking say, or you're like completely getting fucked with, you're like, I gotta have this one little win on my fucking part. So like, some people like might shit on the wall and like rub it on the fucking door handle because that would happen. I was like, why are there shit in the walls? And then like, I don't want to touch the fucking door handles now. No. So one guy got caught jerking off. What? There we go. Gotta remember, I gotta pause it and then restart it. We gotta stay on the freaking wavelength, though. So I gotta keep rambling while it's still recording. Yeah, uh, but that, when you hit alcoholism, even mm-hmm. like I've quit put drinking pretty much because I know I have no con- it's like I have no control anymore. Once mm-hmm. I let it get control of me, it as it's very quick to take over. And mm-hmm. like I haven't drank in like three weeks. And then it was my mom's birthday the other day, and they're drinkers, and they offered me a beer, and I'm like, okay, I I will, because I don't even want to go through the whole thing of like saying I don't drink and whatever. Um, so I drink one and halfway mark. Uh, I drink one and then I drink two, and then I thought I was gonna stop there, and then definitely on the way out, I'm, like, I'm taking another one, and then I drink it, and then I'm like, I'm tired, and I take a nap, and then I'm like, why am I so tired? I'm like, oh, I'm I'm drunk, <laughs> and then mm-hmm. definitely. Ha- the arch goes back and i guess i'm lucky now I, since i know that i have defeated alcoholism but it, is, mm-hmm. it comes 
It, it like you know what it is. It's like a pattern of control. I, I got a whole because yeah. like, I figured out drinking just get, it allows you to excuse to say you fucked up because you can always yeah. blame it on something else. It's not you because you can say that oh I was drunk. That's why I did that shit. So that's yeah. not really me. But it really is you the whole time, and you're in control of your actions. So it's like yeah. It's like being able to figure out how to be like have a good time and control yourself. It's like a big thing. So like you take a little break from beer. Like I, yeah. I didn't drink for three years, and then I slowly I can drink like one beer and then not drink another beer for like three months. I, I just don't, even, I don't, cause I don't do the things I did when I, like I don't have that thing about like I don't blame anybody else for my problems anymore. Yeah, cause that's what it was like. I was always doing that, and I was drinking the excuse like, well, I'm not gonna be able to get Lisa, so fuck yeah. It. I'm gonna get drunk and yeah, and I've always retard. I've always uh, because we cause new problems to distract ourselves from the problem that yeah, is ourselves yeah. that we cause our own problems. Yeah, I've noticed when I was drunk all the time. Uh, I I had control over my actions. I did not use it as an excuse, but mm-hmm. uh, there's only a couple times I blacked out. Uh, because there was one place that it was a, a bring bring your own beer place. Oh mm-hmm. my god. <laughs> oh yeah. So I, I I was drinking before that, and then go there, and then drink like four or five more beers. Try to counter acted with a red bull um <laughs> the and, worst combination that yeah. was what i first got to when i was in high school was like red bulls and monster we just mixed monster and vodka that was our mm-hmm. fucking special oh, yeah but uh that was the one time i only time i really knew i blacked out because so and i was there uh, it's fucking middle of the day mm-hmm. oh like maybe it was fucking four o'clock or five o'clock mm-hmm. uh and I, i'm drinking and i it gets me depressed sometimes once that ball it and so that happened so i'm like fuck i'm gonna leave and then so i drive home drunk as fuck and then i'm a mile away from my house mm-hmm. next thing i know it is 2 a.m uh and then what happened to my saturday and not and my roommate had to tell me uh you, you came in with wendy's and like got a taco I'm like they sell tacos at wendy's well what the fuck so i had i had blacked out driving Apparently, I'm just as capable sober or drinking because I went to Wendy's, went through a drive-thru, probably, who knows what I said. Maybe that's autopilot mode. Maybe that's yes, like I when was I was on, on Xanax and it's like something else was controlling you. It was yeah, just like, I was on autopilot. Uh, somehow, I, I did order the wrong thing, but uh, I, I went through Wendy's somehow, went through a drive-thru, whatever, came home uh, and ate whatever. But one thing I had, was doing at that time, um, uh, sometimes I would just go outside and like a... Uh, just to make myself think I'm doing like you see weeds, you pull them, pull one or two, and just that's mm-hmm. it. Like anytime you smoke, go outside, smoke a cigarette. Yeah, um, the false pan- victory. Yeah, my roommate said I had done that, and I wiped dart on them. Uh, and I so there's the muscle memory was still there, but like I had no idea what I I, I woke up. There was a drink and a receipt on my nightstand. I'm like I don't know what fucking happened. Yeah. It's time warp, fucking. Mm-hmm. But that was the scariest moment. I. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. <laughs> like you can, I was driving <laughs> blacked out. Like, That's like the wake up calls, like little like taps on the shoulder from the universe. Like, Hey, you fuck it up. You need to figure this yes, out. Yeah. Like this, you, you get one, like, there's one. My mm-hmm. grandpa, he hallucinated his dead mother. He saw, he, he saw her walking across the field. He was drinking moonshine out beside his 57 Chevrolet. Guess what happened? His car caught on fire. Oh. All of his nice fucking hot rods he had, he lost all of them. Like he was going to give those and pass them down. He had a yellow 57, a black 55, all of them caught on fire. 
the day he saw his, uh, his mom walking because he's drunk and he's burning his cars up, he's like, I'm never drinking again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, and that's what, and then like we built up everything and got more and life got better. Yeah. But then guess what else happened? Never mind. Benzo's my dad. My dad had a tradition. He would always get eggnog every year hmm. and he would mix it with his prescription medication. Yeah. So every fucking Christmas season, he would go nuts again and start thinking that everybody's fucking my mom and like having like his schizophrenic delusions. Hmm. And I'm just like, and I would notice that as a kid every year, like, oh, Christmas time, get ready for dad to go nuts oh, again. Man. <laughs> but it was always just hilarious. But then he would go and drive off and like try to kill the guy who like in high school was like her sweet. Not really her sweet, or like the guy who would like always threatened to say he was gonna try to bang her. Mm. It was just talking shit, but he would just go back into like everything's real again from the yeah. Yeah, man, drinking's one of the walls. I've seen it take like I didn't know he drank till like recent till like I was twenty three. Like I didn't know my dad drank at all because I was randomly. I remember I was cleaning out a storage building we built together, and I was like, "There's a plastic vodka bottle. Whose is this?" Nah. I didn't know he was drinking this fucking smearing all. <laughs> yeah, alcohol's like one or two beers. Like the the come up for me is definitely I get a rush and I'm like yes, this mm-hmm. is this is great. Um, I remember when I found out about Bukowski, uh, I drank for a month just because I'm like it works for him. Let me try. Mm-hmm. I was just wanted if yeah. I did an experiment. It worked for it worked great for the first two weeks. The third week started getting sleepy. Fourth week definitely it it I, barely awake. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it it just t- knocks me out i'm like mm-hmm. i can't fucking get anything done i'm getting i'm dehydrated as shit yeah, yeah. I was fucking... the dehydrating is the main thing oh yeah because it fucks up all your joints and shit and then like, oh, it, nerves. it affects everything mm-hmm. you got to drink water i need water now i feel like my mouth is just like, yeah the dip just drive me up hard <laughs> yeah but man yeah i love the fucking drink coffee and smoking a cigarette there mm-hmm. like even like i need water but it's not gonna be right now well eventually will be it's like the perfect combo oh yeah that, but that's a, like a thing that they talk about like the combinatory effects of stuff mm-hmm. like how like the like they say like if you do you pick one vice you're good but if you like mix a bunch of different stuff that's when you got problems like all the comedians die because they mix alcohol and pills yeah, yeah. Uh, a, yeah. apparently it's like when you trigger your dopamine mm-hmm. i guess in inappropriate times or whenever you want um the times that you do need it or when you would naturally probably do your natural thing that makes you happy you don't get the dopamine you get like not even half you get fucking none mm-hmm. so then that it makes your brain fucking go back to the false dopamine it makes that sex addiction alcoholism oh, yeah. everything it just triggers it and like you can it's so hard to get out of it that's mm-hmm. discipline i know I, yeah i was in that pattern that's what happened like jerking oh, yeah. off too much and watching too much I used to break into my aunt's house to try to watch porn because she had fast internet. <laughs> like, I knew when she was at church, I was like, all right, I can get there. I'm 16. I'm like using a credit card. Oh, yeah. I remember uh, we didn't have a computer growing up. Um, so uh, <laughs> I would go to. I was retarded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about me at 16 years old. I was retarded. Oh, yeah. we I was old. drinking monsters, three monsters a day. I was crazy. I was oh, pretty much shit. full on <laughs> schizo. That's when I was so crazy. I would. Because monsters, I remember when I was a kid, all the teachers told me this lady named Miss Beard. She looked just like Lori Lightfoot, but her eye wasn't as fucked up. No. <laughs> but she told me when I was like, you shouldn't drink those. Because they, like, they were saying that like the monster logo was 666, oh, yeah. so the Hebrew, Hebrew letters like, for the yeah. devil. And I was saying, oh, this bullshit, whatever. I like Slipknot, whatever. So <laughs> me and Lance were like, yeah. We would like do the fucking Viva La Band thing and show a monster oh, before we started class. Guess what? I started hearing a voice telling me to hit people. 
Oh, I didn't God. know that. That's when I was like, I did it for a month. I'm like, I'm never doing this again. Uh, that's when I stopped drinking energy drinks. Well, my friend Lance kept doing it. But guess what? He started, he had a weird growth on his ear. He ended up developing Lou Gehrig's or some shit. That's his mom had, like, whatever his mom had, her, like, his DNA expressed itself super fast because the fucking caffeine. Oh, my God. It it speeds up expressions (laughs) of, like, the worst shit. That's what I figured out. That's what the secret, I got to get off caffeine. But, because he died, he, this is what happened. His mom died one year or something. And then, like, a couple months later, his dad, and then he killed himself with alcohol. Oh, my God. And, like, when the thing was, I noticed on Facebook, like, you know, it's like outpouring of grief. Mm. Nobody came to funeral. It was me and like oh. three other people from like college, uh, community college, and like three of his teachers and like his family. And like, we, it was the saddest shit ever. I was like, I noticed that social media was fake. Like, that's why I was like, I don't care. Like, that's why you should not care about any of it. Oh, like, yeah. People who like, it, yeah. yeah, it it's so because it's an addiction too. Like, it's oh, not yeah. a drug. And I was like, there's digital drugs. And that's the thing I thought of when I was a kid. Like, I was like, I thought I was going to invent it. I thought I was going to be rich because I thought I was going to invent digital drugs. But I was like, no, no, that's not a move. You should not be that guy. Cause like, and I got the moral compass that I don't even want to sell my jerseys for a hundred dollars. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah. that. Oh yeah. I, you get a rush just, and it's not even that big of a rush when you pick up your phone. Look, even if you're trying to look at Instagram for, like I get uh, a rush just from looking at cool shoes. Like I bought way too many Hawaiian shirts and fucking overpriced Converse. <laughs> I got I spent one hundred and seventy dollars on one pair of Converse. Yeah, yeah, I seen. But they felt great. They got like oh, fucking. Yeah. They got memory foam footbeds. They're okay, soft. that's different, yeah. man. Converse are one of the. I remember at uh, middle high school wanting to get a pair because mm-hmm. everyone had a pair. Every fucking every fucking kid had a pair. Yeah, get them. Do all right. And then these are the worst shoes ever. They are paper yeah. thin. They're thirty dollar converse, and they cut your feet up. Like I noticed the the tongues on mine would always slide over. And oh, dude, hurt my that foot. happens on my right foot all the time. Yeah. Like, every shoe goes to the like mm-hmm. slides over to the left. I'm like, what is wrong? Because we need the arch support. They got that plantar fasciitis is getting flat footed. Mm. So like that's what I figured out. Because like I noticed my converse if I'm like because the arch if I'm sitting standing up normal I look at my foot they're like they're like melted ice cream like, yeah, like don't they're fucking flat as fuck they i do got a club foot maybe that's the thing too. <laughs> people because i hurt my foot a long time ago i remember my dad was just like fuck it we don't have money for a doctor like hell yeah i'm not going to the doctor either so like, i've carried that shit on forever which is kind of to my detriment because my horoscope says do not ignore your body no yeah but i i throw it around i pretty much treat it like because i my whole thing about believing you're immortal and like reality bending and hacking reality yeah. but I was like, there is certain limitations on physics. Oh, uh, that's what Philip K. Dick did. Uh, what he kind of proved, he ended up saying it later on in life is like, my life is turned into a Philip K. Dick novel, yeah. and he's uh, manipulated his own reality. Uh, he has a, I love his story, but uh, he was born in 1928 and died in 1982. Um, uh, he was a twin, but his sister died uh, as a baby. He says he was uh, like, just a louder baby so his mom gave him more attention to be quiet and he blames mm-hmm. his mom and that's why his sister died but he always gave his he so he invented his sister in like personality and mm-hmm. he carried that with his with him through his whole life mm-hmm. um but it uh, it worked out for him because i don't know he i guess dated people who reminded him of that his idea in his head mm-hmm. but uh oh uh, it's great when we go back to uh, like and it's going and I already got an intro because I did it earlier. <laughs> <laughs>
But yeah, catching up. Oh yeah. Talk about working at factories with uh, hot girls. Oh no, uh, yeah, the country club. It was that was it was nice change of pace, mm-hmm. but uh I wasn't doing anything, so it pissed me off. And it, yeah. it the, I already knew I wasn't gonna like it because when the guy called me, he uh I was in Dollar General and he's like, Oh, you got a pen and paper? I'm like, No, nah, I'm at Dollar General and blah blah blah. He says he oh, you got a pen? I'm like, No. I'm at Dollar General. So oh, yeah. He's a big fat guy, and uh, when, I remember when he showed me around, he goes in the cooler and gets like a piece of cake or something, and eats it. And he's like, "You want one?" I'm, like, I'm good. It is nine in the morning. <laughs> like, it it was just ridiculous. Was he like a vagrant just eating food out of the snack thing? Yes. He's trying to see if you're gonna go along with it. He's trying to implicate <laughs> that's you. I, that's what, that's what they do. That's what they say about narcissist alcoholic syndrome. It's like they want to try to figure out a way to get you involved in it so you can't snitch up. That's what I was thinking. So it's like the basis of all conspiracy. Oh, yeah. And I'm so like yeah. health conscious. I'm, I'm a bit of an asshole with it. Yeah. Like I, they had a soda fountain, so you could just, and like, like drink it up. Yeah, like I'm, in a Dollar General. No, at the uh, country club. Oh, man. country. <laughs> you were, so I'm saying I'm keep going back and forth. I'm like, <laughs> first I thought you were a Dollar General eating snacks out of the cooler. No, no, no. <laughs> I thought he was. No, they're uh, dude. It was pretty cool. They had like. They just give you the leftovers, so mm-hmm. uh, some stuff I wouldn't eat, but like cheese bars, one chicken tenders. I oh, yeah. like on the way home. I'm like beef Wellingtons. Yeah. Oh, pork tenderloin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like I'm. I just drink a cup of coffee. I'm not. I can't drink. Th- I can't eat oh, yeah. anything. Like I've had a bad experience with that, so I don't. Panic attack. Only breakfast food with coffee. No, just you cannot mix that stuff with like a hot dog or oh, mac yeah, and yeah. cheese. Because I, I did that once. I puked everywhere. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I. I'm on, uh, I'm calling it Carolina sober, which is just coffee and cigarettes. I've been chain smoking yeah. like every 15 minutes. I got <laughs> cigarettes. I finally quit. Oh yeah. I switched over to dipping, but oh, not dude. real dip. <laughs> you ever heard of fake, like them on pouches? Like you yeah, hear? uh, what they Zins or something? Yeah. Like yeah. nicotine salt. Yeah. Like they say it messes up your boners, but I, like, I ain't in a problem. So I'm like, oh, yeah. good luck with that. I don't use mine. So they do fine. the exact opposite of what they say it, it does. They're like, oh, yeah, salt peters. That's what they used to do in the military. I'm like, because that's what they say about nicotine salt. And that's what some guy told me. Yeah. I'm like, I don't believe it. But I do them back to back. I'm like driving to Amazon, <laughs> sticking a dip in. The ladies, when I deliver to them, they see me with the dip. They're like, oh, look at this guy's cool. Because <laughs> most of the Amazon drivers are like city boys. So like, and then like, cause they smoke black and miles in the vans and I oh, hate it. Yeah. It smells horrible. Yeah. I got a buddy that smokes black and miles and I'm like, I don't know. How are you doing that? Who does it? Like, why do they think it's cool? That's like some shit that it's like a meme. Black guys, they pick up the black and mile meme for some old <laughs> other black guy who's probably dead now <laughs> in his fifties. Oh, no. I had a, he, when he first started smoking them back in the day, mm-hmm. he'd smoke like the whole thing and fucking end up like lightheaded to puke and he's like yeah. i can't do that again like, i tried yeah, I to gotta... smoke a real cigar like i got one from a friend one time for like a birthday or whatever or a wedding and i like hit it and i felt like i was 10 foot tall like the first time i, I was like nice. probably like 17 when i did this shit because it was like high school and i was just like walking around my basement like i'm a fucking giant huh. <laughs> i think i've hit one one time i didn't know how to do it but it just smelled it felt like smoking dark i was like this is too thick and you're not even supposed to inhale it you're I, not yeah, you nobody just teaches you how to smoke a you're cigar. You're supposed to taste it. And you smoke like, it like weed, and then you die. Yeah, I'm like, I need. I grew up on cigarettes. I need mm-hmm. 
I need the buzz. Come I on. I don't smoke like, like that's a problem with me and cigarettes because I would smoke cigarettes like weed. People are like, you, like I would smoke a cigarette every oh, gone yeah, in I a did minute. That. They'd be like, what the fuck? I'm like, yeah, I'd be hitting it like it's cheap in it. Yeah, yeah. And they'd be like, oh yeah, that's how you know you got a problem. You're smoking with other people, and you're like, you're done, just staring at them. No, <laughs> yeah, fucking uh I don't weed is very strange. Mm-hmm. Uh if you don't smoke weed for two weeks and then you smoke it and then it, it actually walks, it's like, this is what it's for. Yeah, but it's like, blasted. yeah, uh, I would like, just, I'm trying to find a job and fucking drug test some oh, yeah. places, some places not. So I got to just make sure. Some like they say it like Amazon, they say they're cool with it. Like, cause first time I took the drug test and I like tried to sober up for like two weeks mm. and I was getting shit done. That's a problem. Like, yeah. I really do get hella productive when I'm sober. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I noticed time goes by slower i'm like oh this is where i've been going like yeah. i just noticed a fucking pack of bowl then smoke syrup then uh back when i was drinking uh just do that and then mm-hmm. just constantly packing a bowl not doing my shit and just being sleepy and whenever people try to talk to me mm-hmm. it was definitely like huh and i'm only saying that just to make sure yeah. i get the sentence because i hold you and, like it just takes yeah. a second but i've already said what you mm-hmm. know so my like, i have fucked up so many conversations and or dates or whatever with mm-hmm. saying something ridiculous and I'm I and just stopping halfway through and like I have no idea what I've said. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry because <laughs> I have no, it only walks sometimes. That but. happened today when I was talking with the Mormons. Like I'll be just giving them a rant about Jesus, my life, how beautiful it was, and I just fuck it up. Like, <laughs> yeah, you. Just, oh yeah, I was like, bro, guess what? I don't remember what's going on. He just smiling, keeps like, yeah, like throw back to the scripture. Like, Hell yeah, yeah. Let's, just keep, let's get back to it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, when um like. I just hit my bowl for resin like last week mm-hmm. and then boom, everything's better. I'm interested. I'm, I'm going to draw. I'm going to play bass. Uh, uh, yeah. but you I'm get like, more creative. Yeah. But like, if you get too much, it hits that fucking like over the moderation point. Yeah. But also, yeah. it's, that's bad because you got to be wary of distractions mm-hmm. and it is heavy with distractions. So I, maybe I should have just drawn, but no, let's play bass. And then mm-hmm. it still took me a minute to convince me. Oh yeah. Let's just play, play music. And it was fine then. But, I could have went for another 20 minutes and just fucking whoo. Like, this is great staying in my head and like, oh, this is cool. This is cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, you think about thinking, like, I forget. Sometimes yeah. I get too damn high to even smoke. Like, today, guess what? I didn't smoke at all until after the Mormons left and we talked for two hours. So, like, for, <laughs> from 2 30 to 4 o'clock, they were here chilling on the couch. And I was like, I'm still technically sober. I was like, I drink a hell of coffee because I made a smoothie, but I put coffee as the base. So, I like blueberries spinach banana and like coffee and a fucking big thing and some protein powder so like, yeah yeah i was jacked today <laughs> and i was just right i was peaked and like we were reading the bible it was nuts <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. so did you have mormons come knock on your door try to yeah uh, they came convert? last week and but they came after i had like a crazy open mic it was all beautiful and shit and i was like last time i met them and i was like i told them my whole life story i started crying in front of them it's kind of weird <laughs> So I might be accidentally joining the Mormons because, like, they keep saying that they're like, okay, Joseph Smith, he started a church because he didn't think all the other churches were, like, the real teachings of Christ. So I'm like, what about me? I was like, that's the thing. I was born just like Joseph Smith. Like, I think that too. I was like, I shouldn't join the Mormon church technically based on your own teachings. But I want to read the Bible. I just want to get a free book. Really. <laughs> yeah, <I can laughs> you know, book. I, my whole thing was I was trying to trick him to let me get that Bible because he had another one with him. Like, bro, I know you got like twenty in the car. Because <laughs> <laughs> what if you give a Bible to everybody you meet that day in the apartment building? So I was like, they got them. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying. That's what I'm saying. That's the Jew in me trying to get something for free. 
That's I, how I know I'm like trying to live like Jesus, like just get shit for free. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I already won Mormonism. I am yeah. Joseph Smith. Uh, I, had a, I had a friend who uh, grew up Mormon, uh, Philippine, uh, but his parents were super Mormon, but yeah. he eventually got out of it. And he, he told me the story of he had a friend who was Mormon mm-hmm. and he looked at him and he's like, man, I, and he took him to the other room. He, the conversation they had was not for normal people. He's, and then took him in and tried to tell him the truth. Like, this is crazy. And is I'm not, all, wait, wait, he wait. went into the room, well, yeah. they went and came out and that guy did not believe in Mormonism anymore. He like, whatever secret mm-hmm. he had, he, and like, he pretty much was like this, this, and this, come on, man. Whatever uh, he did, and convinced his friend not to be Mormon anymore. <laughs> it what? Was great. I mean, yeah, because I was noticing, like during the whole interview, one guy seemed to be way more into it than the other guy. Like the guy with the Bibles, seemed like he did not want to be here. He <laughs> been just, doing, like, this been... sinful ass apartment, <laughs> but he looked like you, but like hot. I mean, his hair was like just super red. Like it looked the reddest I've ever oh, seen in my yeah. life. I was just like, what is this guy taking? I'm like, he's taking oh, nothing. Yeah. That's why he's so like vibrant yeah, he, my... like he was glowing over there like the sun was hitting him <laughs> i was like what's up buddy i know he's <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not gay man not yeah. no more i said gave my life to jesus you gotta repent you gotta yeah. fucking atone yeah I've, I've been mean to skim through the bible for mm-hmm. a few things uh i've read revelations that shit's awesome yeah <laughs> That's what I told him. I was like, when I was a kid, I read Genesis and I skipped the Revelation. Oh, yeah, same. And then it freaked me out and I just didn't read anything else. Oh, just, except for Psalms and then a yeah. couple other things. Yeah. Now, uh, have you ever read uh, Philip K. Dick? No, I don't read that uh, much. Uh, I didn't see Fight Club. No. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the same guy or not? No. no. Oh, fuck. I, I, I heard it in a rap. I thought it was a Fight Club reference. He's like, I'm Philip K. Dicking you. I was like, what does that oh, mean? Oh, shit. Yeah. Man, that's great. I, I need to hear that. Uh, I'm no. the guy from Rage Against the Machine. He's a vaccine pussy. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and now we're gonna get flagged off the internet. So. Now, uh, Philip K. Dick was a was a sci-fi writer, and uh, he wrote a book called uh, "Flow My Tears." A policeman said, mm-hmm. and uh, after he uh, wrote it, someone came up to him and was like, "This is the Book of Acts from the Bible." Oh, and yeah. He's like, "I've never read the Book of Acts," so he reads the Book of Acts, and he's like, "It's uh, it." The I guess the characters and everything was pretty lined much up. yeah lined Perfect. up. Yeah, yeah. He even started meeting people with the same name in his book. Mm-hmm. He uh he that's like simulation theory. He's the one that come yeah. up with that. Mm-hmm. There's a there's an interview or he does a conference in France that uh talks about it. Uh, deja vu and uh yeah, yeah. it says we're living in a simulation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, so I've been going crazy. Uh, last year I've been I did a bunch of shrooms. Uh. It, it just weird how it all lined up with like shrooms, Philip K. Dick, Carl Jung, which yeah. is, uh, Carl Jung talks about uh, parapsychology, so yeah. paranormal psychology, and how there's no such thing as coincidence. Yeah, yeah. Also, there's fucking Instagram. Like them showing up at my door at the perfect time. I was like, I, I should read the whole Bible because I said this shit like last December. Mm. Like, I was like, I should. I, like, and then they showed up perfectly right in 2023, nine years in the comedy, and then 999 is like restart a new beginning. Oh, yeah. Weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I started seeing that stuff a bunch, like the angel numbers, the double numbers, and mm-hmm. uh, just it. When I let it flow, I would just see it constantly. Yeah. I was like affirmations and like I am on the right path, and, yeah. <laughs> and that's what you're doing. The godly thing, that's what I'm saying. Like you're being creative and you're going, you just mind your business. Pretty much, you just live it in like the way yeah, you're supposed to do. Like you're in the freaking groove of your life. 
Like one time I had a, a moment at the idiot box where I did had an out-of-body experience. I was doing comedy. Like I, somehow I like showed up perfectly. I was last. It was about to end the show. He was like, Hey, you want to go up? Put me right. I walked right on stage. Oh, no. <laughs> I stepped out of my body. As soon as I touched the mic, I was out of my body and I was standing behind myself. I'm looking over my own shoulder. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I, I just did a set. I didn't even have any. I was out of my own body. It was nuts. And I sucked my back in. And then people were like, what was that? Like, I don't even know. <laughs> it was a Shark Week joke. And then people still bring that shit up three years later. I was like, bro, I won't even in my own body when I did that shit. That was somebody else. Yeah, it does. That was Jesus. That's all I was saying. Uh-huh. I always tell everybody it was Jesus took over me. And like, I had the best set of my life. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And that's why I call Eddie Murphy shit. It's like, cause I like, you know, that shot where like raw, when he like walked from the car and got into the club, walked on stage. Oh man, I gotta yeah. watch that again. <laughs> yeah, that was my life at that one point. Like I just got off work and my shitty job, I hate it. So it was like the perfect, like, like, yeah. Oh yeah. Dude. But then I had to go to work. I was working third shift. It was like, I woke up at 8 PM. And like, oh yeah. So that was the ultimate rock star life. Like waking up at 8 PM. Yeah. Third shift's yeah. crazy. I hate, it, mm-hmm. It's it's a carcinogen. It makes you crazy. It's true. They say it is a cancer causing thing. That's the only thing about COVID and like stopping jobs and shit and like mm. stopping people from working third shift. Like, oh yeah, we're gonna be fucked up when people wake up to this shit and try to sue us for like having to work twenty four hours a day to try to fucking live and like they know it's causing them cancer. Like, if they actually do care about people's safety, then they would end third shift jobs or yeah. at least pay them like thirty dollars an hour or something. Yeah, they need to be paid more, and every other business needs to be twenty four seven as well. Yeah, because like you I'm, can't even get off a walk and go to a restaurant. Yeah, I'm fucked like, up. You can't now. do anything. All you get is cookout, and it makes your poop smell oh, weird. <laughs> the chicken is the devil. Like that's why they uh, say they put like sin chickens at those cheap restaurants. Like there's a oh, yeah. chicken grades. Like why is there like a cheap chicken? There's like a mid premium chicken level. Like a chicken tender. Oh, yeah. This is a conspiracy right there. Oh, man. And like then, yeah. Versus like an actual live chicken that you cook from a farm. Like, wow, is this bad boy looking so nice? Oh, yeah. A man. big ass, like, I don't trust Walmart birds. <laughs> man, now, Thought Shift, uh, yeah. it drove me crazy because then when you go, when your friends want to hang out, I'm like, we're going to a bar. I'm like, I just woke up. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm drinking for breakfast. And then mm-hmm. that was the only time it made me go crazy. That, mm-hmm. I went on Prozac. That was the only time I like. That's why I snapped. <laughs> like that year that I went third shift, it was the year I started comedy because I had that whole epiphany at work that I was going to kill myself doing this. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I was walking at Wayfair, mm-hmm. fucking moving couches and shit. Oh, yeah. And I, that's, I fucked up one day and like fell off of a dresser, but landed one foot. But I got sciatica pain. Mm-hmm. Like, so everyone, if I fuck up and do something, my fucking cheek to my back just is like being stabbed. It is the walk thing ever. All right, guess what? You know how you tap into the fucking consciousness? I got a weird theory about fucking tweaking. Oh, on? Uh, <laughs> no, just naturally. Cause like when I, when I get in the flow state, cause yes. I get meditative and I get like, you know how they say like you can do a body scan? Yeah. So I haven't I've been practicing shit for like five years. So I'm probably at the point finally. It takes years for practice. It's not like your instant thing you're gonna do instantly. Oh yeah. So I've been like just slowly trying to fix all my fucking bone ailments mm. from all those car wrecks and yeah. weird shit. I got. And just a uh, positive thinking walks. Mm-hmm. Uh, not it was also weird uh, last year with the affirmations I was seeing because like I would say nine years ago I picked up Taoism and it it walks like hell. I. Mm-hmm. Fix my depression, everything was going good, and then mm-hmm. life goes, and you just kind of push it to the side, and it just keeps getting yeah. pushed, and you forget about it. fucking trying to do everything you can't do. And then just nine years, and I got into numerology, and nine's like the universal number. I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, no wonder, mm-hmm. like, if I can, I hope I don't drop it again and take another yeah. nine years. But that shit is the only thing that, like, 
fucking helps me and I can do it. It's, uh, being connected to it and just letting it go at the same time. And just like, like I said, I've done it before. Like, Oh, a drum set would be nice. And mm-hmm. then that's it. That's yeah. it. And then boom, I find a drum set at Goodwill and I did, I've done mm-hmm. it so many times. And, uh, I did it the other day. I'm like, this woman's going to talk to me. At, uh, I was just at food line and it was not it looked like a mom, but, uh, and sure enough, she was just, uh, not knowing what to do. And like, Oh yeah. Sorry. Excuse me. Well, I'm like, how did I do that? I just did that. I did well, that. I did that. I made her talk to me. <laughs> well, that's crazy. Uh, it, I don't know. It's got uh, the, like, you, like some people get checked out and they don't pay attention to it. Like you get better yeah. in the moment. So they're like, cause they're so distracted by all their phones. Shit. I noticed that like, I'm just, like, I can get away with anything. Cause everybody just looking down oh, yeah. staring at shit. Well, we're so stuck in the physical, everything. Mm-hmm. People think this is real. It's like, Oh no, it's a, it's a yeah. dream. And, mm-hmm. uh, that's another thing with, uh, that, Philip K. Dick talks about when he says it's a simulation. I'm like, well, what's a computer? Like, well, brains are computers technically. Yeah. So it's really that. So God is actually imagination. It's like just the thought itself created itself. Yeah. And now we just have to keep doing it. Yeah. And it fucking can be a pain in the ass, but yeah. that's it. And yeah, just uh, having the feeling like, no, everything's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And because <laughs> I get stuck in a deep, dark depression, I can fucking and it's it it's true because the you don't say like i want because the universe only uh, the universe only understands yes so mm-hmm. it says oh you want this all right tomorrow you're gonna i'm gonna keep putting you in this want yeah you gotta say i already have it i have it yeah uh when i'm like oh i am going to kill myself i'm like i do get i get closer every day i'm like this is oh no this is going to happen i gotta fucking yeah. flip it around and like when i was a kid i would do that like when that weird stuff or you know how, like the, the thing about like when i got uh, tonsils taken out i had like that psychedelic trip when i was a kid oh you didn't know that <laughs> no oh fuck. i thought everybody had heard that podcast oh, oh no well i got fucking i got dosed or something by nitrous oxide hey oh yeah but it fucked me up because the movie Get Out is exactly how it happened. Oh shit! Like the little box opened up after everything went black. But it felt like I was being held down by like some kind of unseen force. It like squished. Like it felt like this the hardest fucking like it was crazy. It felt like gravity itself. Like, I felt like I was on Jupiter. Like I was like four hundred pounds. I couldn't. Oh move. wow! And this box opened up. And it was just like you're not supposed to be here. <laughs> and I'm like a child. I'm four years old. Like what the fuck is going on in reality? And then, like, I just got sucked, like, through something. It was like a DMT wormhole. I got, like, murdered over and over again. I kept seeing myself as, like, other people. And, like, it was like a like the movie Adam's Family, you know, Uncle Fester. It looked yeah. just like that. I was oh. that guy at one point. Like, I was walking in the food line. I thought I was a kid. And I looked around. <laughs> he was right there, and he stabbed me. And, like, I, and that shit, because it fucked me up, because, like, I was actually in that situation in real life. Like, I woke, like, I was, like, walking across, going to the food line in Gatesville with my mom, and then fucking, like, the fucking pavement was insane wetness like the reflection looked exactly oh, yeah. like my dream I'm like how does hyper realistic shit i've seen this shit before i'm like something's definitely going on here and i like, i remember i asked my brother about holograms and he fucking snapped like because <laughs> this way i was like hey maybe it's a hologram he's just like don't mention holograms but he turned back into a normal kid after that i was like am i like way too fucking connected in some kind of shit maybe i got fucking too close to the fucking- yeah that uh that does uh I don't know. I ran in, when I went to I went to Asheville to see Ween, and there's a there's a couple of homeless schizophrenics mm-hmm. out there. But I do think, and I've followed the theory before of that schizophrenia they're just on a different wavelength, yeah, yeah, frequency. They're mm-hmm. just in and they see shadow people. Yeah, but he didn't know he didn't have the context of knowing what all that stuff was because yeah, 
but I didn't either because I was a baby. But I had to pretend I was a normal kid because I was like, I had to like pretty much mind of a ch- uh, adult as a child. Like oh, I was yeah. like a twenty year old, or who I am now is who I was since when I was four. But I had to pretend I was like into Oreo cookies and going to space. Yeah, camp. <laughs> it, it's kind of true. Like we all got schizophrenia because we all yeah. just have to we have to trick ourselves into believing like oh, this is I, I'm going to be a comedian. I'm going to be mm-hmm. an artist. I'm I'm on this path and yeah. it's. I, I believe it is like oh, like I, like that's what i figure out about jesus like being a tradesman is the biggest thing that people don't get in this society like everybody wants to be like the star but they don't oh, want to yeah. do the things to become that guy and like the best thing in life is to have skills like liam neeson no like, you know, he's like, <laughs> i have a set of skills I'm like, I have to have yeah. skills. <laughs> like my whole life i kind of lived if, if i was jesus so like i would hang out with people they would tell you not to hang out with like all the rebels all the assholes yeah. oh yeah definitely yeah. narrative rebels yeah so, like, i've always felt more comfortable mm-hmm. in minorities because they would tra- tell you the real truth they wouldn't hide shit. oh yeah because like regular people were always pretending they were something they weren't like i remember in church i would hear like people like she they would act all like jealous and talk oh, shit. Yeah. and then in front of the girl's face it would be nice i'm like so like this whole church thing is also a facade as a, as yeah, a child yeah. i was like i'm having all these fucking philosophical epiphanies i'm like to myself like i don't know it's weird uh yeah it's crazy i mean you definitely once you get in tune to it or like start noticing it it definitely uh you get into it but mm-hmm. uh the one bad thing is uh adderall mm-hmm. uh they say it causes psychosis now yeah. uh, i remember i the first when i, I you just start connecting fucking things. The that, dots, yeah. Yes, but they're kind of weird. Uh, I remember I had bought, uh, I just bought a uh, well, Ch- uh, Charlotte Hornets uh, sweater. Yeah. And then Kobe died. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, he was there. Oh, like, I think he played with him. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I just, that's a really far dot to like. Connect, just even, yeah. yeah, but it is like, if you think like, just that was going to happen. And mm-hmm. just even a little piece of it, like, it was some. It was I also controversial because of the lawsuit that he was involved in right when that started too. Like it was like four days before he died, supposedly filed some lawsuit against his former business partner that like supposedly, yeah. Hmm. And now they're coming out with all the shit that was he lost the lawsuit because they're using his mama name and they're not paying him because he's oh, dead. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So I've been seeing like mama flavored drinks and they're like purple and gold. Like hmm. since he died, they're like, oh yeah, now we can use his likeness as a fucking memorial. But it really they're just fucking using it to make. Oh yeah, the, yeah, it's all about money. Because he wanted, yeah, because he was like, I don't want you guys selling this diet pill named Mamba Black Mamba Diet Pills. So that was this, <laughs> that was a lawsuit. But his former business partner was the one trying to fucking make money off the diet pills, and he was like, No, nah, you can't do that. And then he dies, and now I fucking see Power Aids Mamba flavored. <laughs> mm. Nuts. Yeah, that, <laughs> and that was recent. Yeah, yeah, that's one reason why I I did like uh, Critton Adderall because now when I see these. Uh, connections mm-hmm. uh my one friend is like you yeah, it's just psychosis i'm like no i'm not on mm-hmm. drugs anymore i'm clear well, guess who mm-hmm. does a lot of adderall business people oh they're all yeah. college in and they like don't know anything about like the side effects so yeah. like, oh it's probably oh. a fucking prescri- prescribed thing yeah the thing's fine that's why like all the media has like fucking cannibalism and weird shit like oh. where's all this like witchcraft and cannibalism come from it's, all these hollywood people are just that's like part we're just super connected because of the internet so everyone's thoughts just like manifesting mm-hmm. gets just spread so now you, you oh this is a doorway i could go through yeah um and then boom it keeps happening and i i uh 
seen on one of those like conspiracy pages that we shouldn't be calling uh children kids because yeah. you know what kids goats are. yeah Goat, children's are goats and not satanic that was in the mf doom song and he got killed around that. it was the song was called agenda 21 and, like, oh my god that was the last word in his song that's fucking it is crazy like it, yeah. yeah and i think the like, song's called gmo in the last words in the song were agenda 21 that was on his last album yeah it makes me think of like what who's behind it and what is the actual purpose is it just like Oh no! Like people have been doing satanic imagery forever, yeah. and it's been fine. Mm -hmm. But it's just—it's just a meme. It's an yeah. idea. The idea of being that opposing force to good. Yeah, it's just like racism. It's yeah. like oh, black people, blah blah, mm -hmm. and it's like yeah, it's a joke. Who cares? Mm -hmm. uh, but now you got some fucking people. Everyone's got autism, and it's just like not. Nah, I guess that was kind of yeah because i think autism was like a their experiment to try to create like oh, super people oh yeah definitely and it They're, walks yeah it walks but it also can break people and turn them into psychos so yeah like, oh yeah oh yeah i feel like that whole thing about me getting doses as a child was a government experiment to try to create like a super fucking cia agent because like when i went to school i had a whole fucking my whole public school was different than everybody else's they put no. me in this thing called like the academically gifted program as a child. Like Hell yeah. from second grade to whenever I had only I was like one of the only black people in the class. They would always put one other token black guy oh, in there yeah. to be my friend. And it was always like a kind of troublemaker dude. They would see how it responds to it. <laughs> like see if you corrupt him, yeah. he cover up too. Mm -hmm. Cause he would go to like the gift shop when we went on the space camp trips that he wasn't supposed to be at. Cause all the other kids would just watch movies all day. And we would just we would get like we would talk about World War II in the third grade. That's why I checked out Mind <laughs> Conf at the elementary school. Oh my! That's what, yeah. Why did they have that in elementary? Yeah, school? that's what I'm saying. Why <laughs> did they have Mind Conf in my fucking South Elementary school? Knowing that because I was I questioned everything. Like I would refuse to go along with because God. Why would they have that? Yeah. Oh, and funny. I didn't read it. I only read like a couple words. I mean, it's kind of dumb. Like it, it was. It's not well written, but I'm like. Yeah, I just I thought good bad things. <laughs> I wanted to put myself on the list early. I preemptively oh, yeah. struck. That's what, somehow I had enough wherewithals to know that I was going to be like an asshole later on. <laughs> that yeah. was going to be like against the grain of public Man, opinion. Yeah. I was at uh, Ed McKay's just uh, last week and I went down the philosophy site and then they got a big mind comp. I'm like, oh shit. Who's going to buy that? <laughs> yeah. Can I go get it? How much is it? Is it $50? I don't know. I did not. I, I should have looked at the price, but I did They not. got a weird thing. I went there one day. They had like $75 like Game Boy games. Like They somehow uh, like say they're rare now. So they're like, I was like, what? Pokemon is $50? Uh, the prices switch every time. It's mm -hmm. like sometimes. I, I don't it's know. Nuts. If Yeah, they pissed me off, but mm -hmm. they, they got some good shit. I've just got all the Philip K. Uh, Philip K. Dick books because mm -hmm. uh, he he talks about one day he's walking down the street and he just seen a big he seen a big eye mm -hmm. in the sky and he's just right there and he wrote a book about it. Uh, mm -hmm. He's wrote he's written uh, forty four novels and one hundred twenty one short stories. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but he was addicted to Adderall or amphetamines back in the day. Um, so he, some people were thinking like you're going crazy because you're talking about. Simulation like, what theory. if that was our plan the whole time is to make us more tuned into it so they're trying to like do it but it's also causing a lot of chaos because like if people don't have the right kind of like compass or whatever to yeah, navigate yeah. through it they kind of get lost and they like might veer off into uh they get easily manipulated yeah uh because of all the memes in our media like if you like i don't watch tv that much like i, I oh, stopped yeah. watching it for serious in like 2009 when i was a kid oh yeah like I broke because really, we, direct TV went up to like two hundred dollars a month. My dad could pay it. <laughs> they were like, "Fuck TV." <laughs> yeah, I did yeah. the same thing. I think when I was sixteen, I'm like, uh, I was just addicted to TV, and mm -hmm. I needed to play guitar more. I'm like, I took my TV out of my room, and the only reason why I started 
even watching it again. I just want to play PS2 again. I'm like, yeah. fucking want, I want to be CJ again. <laughs> like, uh, like the thing about Manifesto, like all these media, like what if we're, like they programming us in a way to like ad- evolve our minds and like become tuned to that so that, that stuff actually becomes real. Like my thing yeah, was like, CERN to try to like mm. create an actual portal. And like what if they're like getting us to conspire about it in our own minds to think what they're doing? Like what if conspiracy itself us thinking about them think or mm. is making it happen? Like what if they tricked us into uh, doing that? Yeah, I think that's true. Uh, I heard some time the other day that was uh if enough people believe it, it makes it true. So mm-hmm. if you think if uh, if we all go to one land and we don't believe in God, then a few gen- there's no God. And yeah, then we do the same it. thing as opposite. Yeah, and the world went dark. That's what the Mormons are talking about. Like a lot of the weird shit about what's going on when you talk about Philip K. Dick, the Mormons have been saying the whole time. Like they were like, yeah, there's going to be like a whole like fucking false period mm-hmm. where like the truth is going to be persecuted. Like now we got like controversy on Twitter and Elon well, Musk. Have you, uh, and like many prophets, like they're putting him in like he's a prophet and like he's oh, the yeah. god of memes and like yeah, he's making save uh, you from, it's they're it's, fucking with us on a grand scale. Like they're acting in a way that's pretty much just like memeing in real yeah, life, self fulfilling prophecy and like the time travel where you uh, it's the time time travel dilemma where you you go to the past and try to fix it but end up mm-hmm. causing it. Yeah, um, and what if solipsism is the way out? Because they say it's a bad philosophy. Because my whole thing when I was a kid, I told my teacher like. She's like, what do you want to be when you grow? I said, I want to be a philosopher. No. At five years old, she said, that's not a real job. You can't no. do that. And it fucked me up. I got depressed after that. Uh, yeah. That's what I, I, I wanted to kill myself from age five to like 19. Hell yeah. And that was crazy. Like, I was just super suicidal. I was like, there's no reason to be alive because, like, if I can't think for yeah, a living, if I not, can't be what I want, what, yeah. why am I here? Uh, and I finally got out of that from shrooms again because like oh yeah shrooms help it was like hey you have no reason to have anxiety all that thing you were programmed where you got to deprogram and oh, yeah. jacked put on oh. the whole armor of God um yeah shrooms taught me a lot last year I've seen a bunch of things uh well for one uh have you seen the movie Awaken Life no, no, oh so. you got to watch it it's all rotoscope where they animate over it well oh, yeah. it's 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 really just talking the whole movie so it's kind of hard to uh. Is that kind of by the same guy that's Scanner Darkly? Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. So I might have heard of this. Darkly. I may have 